So I have a question I want to meditate on with you. Why are we wired to often see the light, the beauty, the essence in others, but often we dim our own? We dim our own beauty, our own greatness that we were given, right? Like carefully crafted with a unique essence. That's what I believe. I believe every single one of us was carefully crafted with a unique essence. And for us to allow that essence to manifest and blossom, all it takes is cultivation and belief. But our self-doubt and our comparison, it weighs ourselves down, doesn't it? And through this consistent dialogue, we often develop a negative self-perception of ourselves. And then we start to question our abilities, our talents, our worth, which leads to a lack of confidence. But for some reason, we could look at someone else and be like, look how amazing they are. Look how beautiful they are. I wish I had their talent. But sometimes we lack that insight and that foresight with ourselves. Now, I believe that this negative self-perception can hinder our personal and our professional growth, preventing us from reaching our highest of potential. And I believe most of us don't even realize our full potential. And many of us are in this space. I'll be honest, I've been there, I'll be there. <laughs> Not quite sure how I end up in these spaces at times, but it's a slippery slope. You know, one day you're riding your own high, and then the next day you're questioning which ladder to climb. And then the less action that we take, the more pressure each step holds. And then we procrastinate. What I find is self-doubt often goes hand in hand with a fear of failure. When we doubt our abilities, our capabilities, then we become hesitant to take risks or pursue our goals, correct? because we're afraid of falling short or, you know, making simple mistakes. Now, fear can paralyze us and prevent us from stepping out of our comfort zones. We all know that. Like limiting our opportunities for our own growth and success, paralyzing us from even making decisions, causing a block between our mind and our intuition. And then we get filled with confusion. Now, some of us may be in this space, indecisive, chronic procrastination. And for some of us, it happens so much. It's almost as if we believe it's our character. It's who we are. We identify with these negative traits, but it's not us. It's not you. You understand? It's just a habit that we have formed. And if we're not careful, we over-identify with these habits and we psych ourselves out from even ever starting something new or going after our dreams or just cultivating a life that is worth living so we can save ourselves from the possibility, just maybe the possibility of failure. The last thing you want to do is identify as someone who can't achieve in the highest regard. Because then you start to set very low expectations for yourself, don't you? 
doubting your own abilities, avoiding challenges because you assume you're not good enough. So we slide into comfort everywhere that we go. And this is where we form a stagnant spirit, right? A spirit that can't express, can't flow, can't walk in grace, can't go, causing us to paralyze, be frozen when we're trying to seize new opportunities. And these very opportunities that we are presented with would bring the fulfilling experiences and the achievements we desire. Something I always ask myself is, what am I looking for in this next step? No matter how uncomfortable that step may seem, I ask myself, what am I looking for? What is hiding behind that step? Because every single step provides progress, which is perfection, no matter how little it is. My friend, overcoming self-doubt is a journey that requires many things, many ingredients. Requires what? Patience, uh, self-reflection. Uh, give me one, give me one, give me one. Proactive steps, action. But the first step in overcoming our own self-doubt is to become aware of its presence, to be honest, to be real. Recognizing when self-doubt arises and acknowledge its impacts on our thoughts and actions. Oh, I haven't been seizing opportunities, not because I'm not capable, because I've allowed this part of my mind to take control. So by bringing it into our conscious awareness, we gain the power to address it. You can't really heal what you don't allow yourself to feel, right? It's like a lot of people, unfortunately, actually, um, somebody I know passed. I, did, I didn't know them for that long. I knew them about for like a year. Um, they're quite older. And uh, they've been having some problems for a while, physical problems. And they've been avoiding the doctor because they have a phobia of the doctor and finding out that something is wrong. Now, something has been wrong. So he's been avoiding going to the doctor to identify what is wrong, although he knows something was wrong. And unfortunately, he just passed away. You can't heal what you don't identify and allow yourself to feel. You understand? It's a part of the process. And although whatever step we take to overcome these challenges and self-doubt, you know, it can be uncomfortable, it can come with shame or guilt. We have to remind ourselves that this is the first step to transcending ourselves. It's a part of the process. My friend, you hold the key, the power, and the fire. If we can challenge a negative thought and belief that contributes to our self-doubt, then we are in control. They're not in control. You may have the self-doubt, but if you challenge it, if you're aware of it, you're in control of your destiny now. So whenever you're catching yourself doubting your abilities or your worth, question the evidence supporting those thoughts. Look for counter examples and alternative perspectives that prove your abilities and your capabilities. 
if you can't find any, well, then this is a beautiful signal that there's some areas of our life that we have to build up. Okay. Build up. If I go to the basketball court and I play, uh, let's play, I'm shooting hoops in a game. And let's say I miss every three point shot I take. Great. I know I need to come back here and practice. <laughs> so my next game, I could show up. You understand? Some of our self-doubts are just showing us what we need to work on. But some are completely irrelevant. And it's just us inflicting harm on ourselves. Because for some reason, we form these habits. And we have a pattern of recognizing other people's light. But dimming our own. And this is why, you know, we replace negative self. Because think about this. The more you are negative with yourself, that becomes a habit. That becomes your norm. So we had to replace that habit with a new habit, with positive affirmations, with positive reminders. If you need beautiful reminders, we have the reminder deck in hindsight, my own deck of affirmation cards. You can find them link in the bio. But remind yourself of the hurdles that you already hopped over. Remind yourself of the challenges you've overcome already. Remind yourself of your courage, of your strength, the lessons you've learned and you've applied to your life. Focus on the gifts that you were given. Develop some dopamine within yourself and believe in yourself again. Write down, recognize that thing that gives you your edge, that makes you you. And regain balance in the mind and the spirit. There is always a positive to acknowledge. There's always something positive in our life. Everything can be falling down, but there's still something to be grateful for. There's still something dope and beautiful about us. Recognize your essence. Don't let the negative prevail. You can allow the negative to show you what you need to work on, to teach you, but don't let it prevail and lead to self-destruction, causing a negative habit. Practice self-care, right? Beautiful. Nurture yourself, right? Have that warm, gentle touch with yourself. Engage in activities that nourish your well-being. And be patient with yourself as you work through this self-doubt. Like, don't add more self-doubt and more negative talk when you're experiencing self-doubt. <laughs> you know, like, if you're experiencing self-doubt, don't be like, oh my God, you're so negative. Like, have grace. A micro step today is a very step that can change the whole course of direction and bring you into the position and space that you desire and you deserve. Start to recognize and identify the space that you deserve to be in, the space that you desire, and let's go there. Let's set realistic goals, realistic goals, and take action. Problem is, a lot of us, we set these goals that are like way out of our current capabilities, and that's okay if it excites you and gets you into action. But if these unrealistic goals cause you to procrastinate, get rid of them. Create goals where you can generate some dopamine, some generate some excitement and have fulfillment because you are having little wins throughout your week and you can build momentum and then you can develop bigger goals. Often I feel bad about myself because I create these massive challenges for myself. I create these massive challenges for myself and then I get high off my own supply in the sense of I just have all this hope and motivation. And then I'm like, if I do this, I can prove to myself that I am worthy. 
But again, they're like unrealistic. <laughs> they defy time and energy. I create goals that defy time and energy. So of course, what happens? I fall short, I fail. And then I'll beat myself up. Negative loop, negative habit. Let's break free of those. It's key that we break down our goals. I am such a key component of this. Break down our goals into smaller, manageable steps. When I have to work, anything I have to do now, I just write down a little checklist. One, two, three, and break it down into small steps. Yes, there's a million things to do and there's mountains to climb, but right now I just need to take a step and then take another step and then take a little bit of a climb and then build that resilience and that confidence up. And the next thing you know, we're standing at the top of the mountain like, oh, I did that. <laughs> Are we going to climb another mountain? Or maybe we just enjoy this view. Mm. So focus on taking action rather than just getting overwhelmed by this big picture you have painted. Oh, I got to get married. Oh, I'm not in my dream job. Oh, what's going on? Chill. You understand? Chill. Let's cultivate that energy, build that momentum, and then carry that energy with you into the next step that you take, right? Pouring it into your mind and your spirit. And this rewires your brain and you develop a positive mindset and you take positive actions in your life. And then remember to celebrate your success. Celebrate your wins, even the little wins. If you want to celebrate, celebrate by yourself with a friend, you know? thing is about self-doubt is we often isolate ourselves in self-doubt. We become the oppressor and the victim. So we're just sitting there beating ourselves up and then we're the victim as well. And it's just like this battle back and forth. Sometimes we just need an outside perspective. Maybe I'm your outside perspective today to tell you, hey, stop. You are beautiful. You are strong. Everything's going to be okay. Observe yourself, take a moment, breathe. Let's go touch some grass. Let's go outside. Let's go to the gym. Let's have some tea, whatever it may be. Take a moment. It's going to be okay. Sometimes we just need a third party, another party to support us. So don't isolate yourself all the time. Reach out to a supportive friend, a family member, a mentor, a therapist. Come to my channel the number one chill spot on YouTube for some encouragement and reassurance. Share your feelings. Tell yourself doubts because people will probably tell you, hey, what? Like sometimes people be telling me their doubts and I'm like, bro, you are amazing. <laughs> like, like, don't you see how gifted you are? People will, will remind you of your light sometimes because again, what are we all good at? We're good at recognizing other people's light and we're good at dimming our own. So sometimes you need to step into a space with someone and so they can be like, yo, let me remind you of your light. Let me remind you of a time you inspire me by just being. Let me remind you of your beauty. Let me remind you of the way you walk into a room, the flare you got, the sweat. Like, let me remind you of you. I was uh, at an event in Nairobi and uh, I'm a piano. Oh my God, I'm a piano and Africa is a different vibe. And so many people were coming up to me in gratitude. Yo, shout out to all my people in Nairobi. I was utterly humbled, surprised, excited, and confused. So many people recognize me in Nairobi. Out of anywhere I've been in the world, people recognize me the most in Nairobi. 
And people will come up to me with so much gratitude and telling me, like, yo, your content, uh, it's done so much for me. And I simply asked one girl, I was like, can you tell me, can you remind me of my light? Because I've been doubting myself. I forgot my own impact. Can you tell me in detail what my content did for you? I asked her straight up, we're at an event. She broke it down and allowed me to understand my essence again, my light, to see myself in the in, in a positive perspective because I was having self-doubt. I was limiting my own light, dimming myself. I was stepping into imposter syndrome and, you know, not owning my position. So a support team can help you gain a different perspective or just simply offer some guidance. We need that. There's no weakness in that. And again, even consider seeking professional help from a therapist or a counselor who specializes in self-esteem and confidence building. You know, this is something that we should all be doing. This is something that I'm doing. You know, I was talking to someone and I was like, man, you're a really good dancer. And she was like, yeah, I hired a dance instructor to teach me. I was like, you know what? You also DJ really well. She's like, oh yeah, I, I went to DJ school for a while. And in that moment, I realized I rely on myself way too much to learn everything on my own. Instead of going to others for their knowledge and their expertise, I find myself in these spaces where I want to build my confidence and I want to grow, but I keep trying to do it all by myself. One plus two isn't two. Like that equation doesn't add up, you know? And then I realized I don't want to do it completely by myself. I want to share my journey and my thoughts with somebody else, right? Like, why wouldn't we want to do that? But again, sometimes when we abuse ourselves, because that's what we do with self-doubt, we abuse ourselves and then we isolate ourselves. So I like to engage with my self-doubt with a gentle curiosity rather than judgment. Instead, I'm like, what is it trying to tell me? What is its source? Is it rooted in something I'm lacking or fear? By understanding its origin, you can gain the insight about yourself, valuable insight. And from these insights, now we can grow. We can practice. We can develop a momentum, taking action that is in harmony with the natural flow of our life. You know, and that's what they call it in the Tao. The Tao is like a natural flow. You know, it's like an alignment with the natural rhythms. If you're a fan of that philosophy, I highly recommend you go read the Tao Te Ching. But doing all of this just might mean reframing the narrative around our self-doubt, right? We can see it as an opportunity for growth rather than a setback because a simple shift in perspective and a tune in our energy, man, it could go a long way. Sometimes in our self-doubt, you know, we, 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 we try to force false confidence. So sometimes maybe it's just all about accepting your self-doubt and moving forward despite it. Yeah, I'm going through some doubts right now, but this is what I'm feeling. Feelings pass. Let me allow myself to harmonize with life and implement some simple actions. And just understanding it's a, it's, it's a necessary, normal part of the human experience. We just don't want it to override 
our human experience. You know, we often hear fake it till you make it and that works at times, but sometimes we may just be suppressing it. So learn how to feel the self-doubt, but how to still take a step anyways, right? Because you are in control. And then finally, we can engage in practices that cultivate self-compassion and acceptance, right? In the Tao, again, one of my favorite books to read, the Tao te teaches us to be like water, right? Flexible, adaptable, flowing around obstacles rather than attempting to force our way through them. It teaches us to be gentle with ourselves, understanding that self-doubt is a part of life, not just a personal failing. You are not alone in experiencing it. Although we go online and we see everyone living beautifully and looking beautiful and all that, everyone is going through it. And with time, patience, and compassion, we can navigate its waters with grace and wisdom, the wisdom that we cultivate along our journey. Again, we don't have to force or strive. Again, I believe by simply acknowledging it, and then understanding it, accepting it, then we can harmonize, use it as a stepping stone towards our self-growth and our self-understanding. And then the path to overcoming our self-doubts, it's not really like a battle to be won because then it's like we're always in this constant battle, but it's a journey to be undertaken with mindfulness, patience, and compassion. And simply having that awareness when we're allowing it to override our human experience. Again, it could be a teachable lesson. It could be utilized. But let's make sure that we also tapping into our brilliance, our love, our compassion, seeing the positives in ourselves as well, our gifts, our skills, our essence, who we truly are. And you done know in hindsight. Everything is going to be all right.